Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us. Brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Uh, it's a wintry afternoon here in the Eastern Panhandle. Uh, no school, which means no EPAC basketball tonight uh, or other high school sports throughout the uh, Berkeley and Jefferson County as well as Morgan County areas due to the schools being closed. Uh, so, uh, you know, not a lot to talk about locally today. But uh, Colin a little feisty this morning, Nick. Well, I was just rallying Colin up before the show. <laughs> Getting Dude, ready for all sorts of things to talk about today. But there are there are a few local things that we Yeah, can yeah, talk but about. but I mean Not I just wanna I just wanna much. point do it. Point it on do Colin it. today. Dare you. <laughs> he, he's Come at me. Feisty. I'm ready. He is very I'm ready feisty to go. this morning. We needed a fired up Colin. You know, one thing I will say though was I'll let the world know this, and they're going to attack him in the comments because there's some people that I know are viciously uh, against what he is going to agree with. Uh, so Gordon Gee came out a few weeks ago and made comments that, uh, in other words, he was essentially happy with uh, Neil Brown's... Get the full quote before you're going. I'm going yeah. to find it right now. Uh, Get the full quote. This is a few weeks ago. Why are we talking about this now? <laughs> Didn't we already talk about this on the show? Actually, I don't think we hit this topic. I thought we did. Where is it? No, I can't find also, it. Also, there's way more, more other things, things that are more important about. because we don't have a show tomorrow that we had on the show topics to talk about. The fact that we went, and I quote, the fact that we went five and seven is obviously something that I take a lot of pride in. I think that given everything, we played really well. Colin agrees with that statement from Gordon Gee. I did not say that I agreed with that statement. I said, as the president of West Virginia University, that is exactly what he's supposed to say. He could have fired Neil Brown and said, you know what, we're going to start over. He could have fired Neil Brown, lost $20 million, and lost all the guys that are coming in right now in this year's freshman class that is one of the top 25 in the country and lost even more transfers. As of right now, but they are losing some guys. As that, the transfer, the transfer portal board. goes up. No, there's actually been a couple decommits here in the last couple weeks. Huh? I think they'll still be fine because the key guys are still coming. They'll be fine to go about 6-6. Six and six. If that. Maybe another 5-7 and seven season. Maybe worse because, I mean, they're going to have a f- sophomore quarterback and I don't know yeah. how good he'll be able to perform. And with JT Daniels, the next best thing, West Virginia went 5-7. and seven, So they are losing a lot from this year's team. I don't know what the future is there at wvu but i wouldn't have a lot of confidence in neil brown to get much done but we'll see if he can put something together uh they do have some talent on that roster and it's just they haven't really performed so there's always the debate too who's it on is it the coaches or the players the coaches got to take responsibility because they're the ones that bring in the players yep and uh yeah wvu just hasn't had that success this year but we'll see Moving forward, if they can maybe have one good year with Neil Brown of seven, eight wins, and then he can come back another job. year. 
Yeah. All right. Well, enough of that uh, housekeeping item here. We are not going to be on the air tomorrow. No show tomorrow uh, from noon to one or five to six. So uh, we're going to take our Friday show and supplant it onto this Thursday and uh, talk about some stuff that we would have talked about on a Friday, including Harlan Hill predictions. Harlan Hill trophy winner will be announced tomorrow early, mid, mid-afternoon, mid I guess, probably around 2 p.m., I would think, maybe 1.30. I can't I remember. I think it was 2 o'clock last year. Yeah. So I think around 2 p.m. Uh, so what are we thinking here? We think Tyson gets it back-to-back? I would love to see Tyson Bajan win the Harlan Hill again. I think that'd be awesome for him, for Shepherd University. And there's a lot of things that you could make the argument that Tyson will win this award again. Number one, the voting happened before this Colorado School of Mines game. So everything that happened in that game doesn't matter in terms of Tyson's Harlan Hill uh, nomination. The only issue is... The game before that, while Tyson still played very well, you know, you know, I'm kind of thinking that it's probably coming him to, down to him and John Matosha. I believe it's between those two guys, Colorado School of Mines quarterback. I think Gerard Bowie's probably out because his team didn't make the playoffs, so we know recency bias will play a big factor. Nobody's yeah. really going to think about Bowie when they're thinking about the Harlan Hill. So it comes down to Matosha, I think, and Bajant, because I think they're the two best quarterbacks in the nation this past year. Matosha ends the year with about 55 touchdowns heading into this national championship game or 55 total touchdowns. You know, he has the rushing numbers. He balled out against Angelo State in that game right before, uh, obviously, balling out against Shepard. If that game counted, if the Shepard game counted, there'd be no shot for Tyson. Since that game doesn't count before the voting, there is still a chance, but I would lean toward Matosha. I think he had a really incredible season when you look at the numbers. Bajant had an incredible career and had a really good season when you look at, you know, some just individual intangibles as a player and is a better quarterback than Matosha is overall if you're looking for NFL prospect-wise. But I think Matosha had the better overall season and and he'll win the Harlan Hill. But there are some arguments to be made. Obviously, Tyson breaks the all-time touchdown record. That's going to play a factor in people's minds when they voted that week. Um, So... Considering that, he broke the D2 record, you know, he did a lot of great things. That could be enough to get him the Harlan Hill Trophy. But I think you look at Matosha's complete body of work, how he played in that Angelo State game too, I think helps. And the level of competition he played against, maybe compared to Tyson at times, was a little bit better. So it's very close, but I would lean toward that John Matosha is going to win this award. Those are all great points. I'm I'm still sticking with... Tyson, who, even though if you look at maybe the stats this year between Matosha and Tyson as well, that Matosha had some better numbers throughout the year, but at the same time, Tyson accomplished so many awards this year when it came to his career numbers. He became the touchdown king in all of NCAA football. I, I know, but will people always look at that? Because he, even though it's a career thing, he had to accomplish it with 41 touchdowns this year through the air and then five on the ground to get to it. it it's still very good numbers for Tyson it wasn't as if he had a down year it was still an incredible season this year for him 
and also winning it last year, I feel like when people see his name again this year, look at his numbers, they remember his name and then vote for him again. I mean, that could there, there's so many different thing. scenarios that you don't know who has the votes in and would just see Tyson's name and go with it. And I'm not just saying because of name recognition alone is the reason why he wins. I think even if he does win or if he doesn't win, that he'd still probably deserve it if he won because of the year that he had. But that's what I'm going with, and that's why I think he'll win still this year. I think, too, what helped Tyson win last year, while he was already, I think, going to win, I think having those Hail Mary plays at the end of the season and those plays going viral and getting his name out there quite a bit did help put him up there for the Harlan Hill. Matosha doesn't really have a highlight play like that that went viral before the voting, right? He played great against Shepard on ESPN, so everybody saw that. And obviously, if the voting was after the Shepard game, he wins, I think, easily. But, you know, Tyson still had that play against IUP that went viral to an extent. Uh, when he breaks the NCAA touchdown record. So that might be enough to really help him get those votes. Um, It just kind of depends on who's voting. I mean, we know the SIDs are voting, but when did they vote? Uh, How did they evaluate it? How much did they value their vote? Do they just go, like you said, you know, they know who Tyson Bajan is. They know he broke all these records. I'm voting for him. Or did they really, you know, value all the stats and everything like that? Um, I think it's very close. I, I, I don't think either guy would be necessarily the wrong choice if they won. I think if Tyson won, he you can make the argument for why he should win. I think if Matosha won, you know, it feels a little bit more like he should win because he did beat Shepard and he didn't just beat him. He outperformed everybody and looked like the best player on the field on Saturday. So for that case, I think Matosha is deserving, but I, I wouldn't be, say that Tyson Bajan isn't deserving, and if he did win, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either, uh, but when you, you look at the body of work this year and you use name recognition, I, I would agree with Colin in what he said there as if, you know, these are all, so they're voted on by SIDs for Division Two football schools. Well, obviously not every football school is going to see uh, Shepard. It's only, what, 10 teams, 11, maybe 12 teams a season? Yeah, I mean, I would presume that, you know, all the Region 1 schools at least have a what idea of Tyson Bajan and who he is and how good he is. Um, would Region 2, 3, and 4 know as much about him? Maybe. It just kind of depends. I feel like they would because of how much of a national. Since he won it last year, they know he won it last year. He's gotten the spotlight this year because of the draft board and how the NFL, every single team, has come to Shepard to look at Tyson. I think one thing that helps Tyson too is the coaches voted him first team All American. The AP voted him second team All American. So coaches might have more of the same mindset as the SIDs than the AP would, but also you can make the argument that an SID would be more like a journalist who's voting in the AP poll. Wow. Uh, news coming out here via Adam Schefter uh, from Minds Football. Thank you. They're, they tweeted 18 minutes ago, thank you to the Walton Penner family ownership group led by Greg Penner, 
Kerry Penner, and Rob Walton for their generous donation from the Broncos Foundation to the Mines Foundation, helping offset costs for our students to cheer on, uh, cheer us on at the Division II championship game in Texas. They donated $100,000 to the Broncos owners to Colorado School of Mines to help get students to the game in McKinney, Texas. That's pretty That's cool. cool. That is pretty cool. Just saw that came across, and I saw, I saw Mines football, and I was like, not the Colorado School of Mines. And I was like, D2, D2. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. To see I thought from you were Adam tell Sheffield. me something crazy about Tyson Bajan that was going to help no, him win sorry. this award. I just went on Twitter here for a minute. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. The SIDs would probably have more of a journalistic look at things. Maybe. That, or maybe because they're SIDs, how much have they had to worry about football? Because maybe some schools don't have football or well, they want to focus on all their other roles. They're only voting for football. I know. So it's, it's only football SIDs, right? I don't know. Is that what you said, Spencer? It's only is it only football SIDs, SIDs yes, or is it all the schools? No. So if you read the Harlan Hill announcement, it says voted on by SIDs for the institutions in Division Two that have football. Okay. So not every institution in Division Two gets a vote for their SIDs. So from that case, I think an SID is probably more like a journalist in how they think and how they look at things. Like numbers are really important to. SIDs because they obviously are always looking at those numbers to make the game notes and, and be prepared. So they're going to look at a lot of those numbers for both the quarterbacks, and their numbers are close enough that it may not even matter. But that is kind of interesting. You see the AP goes Matosha number one, even though Bajan's the better player, but Matosha probably has the better numbers. Well, in the Division Two Conference Commissioners Association, those All-America teams just got released mm-hmm. here. Uh, in the last few minutes that we just got via email at twelve sixteen, uh, the first team for Shepard includes Brian Walker and Joey Fisher. Second team selections: Tyson Bajan and Ronnie Brown. Hmm. Uh, interesting there, as uh, we get the news yesterday that the AP comes out and there's five Shepard players on there. Kyle Smith gets a second team along with Tyson Bajan. Uh, junior running back Ronnie Brown, Fisher, and Walker get first team, uh, which was good to see Ronnie Brown get some recognition for the season that he had that he didn't on the initial ones. But now Kyle Smith being left out, but but put on the AP. Yes, he got he's left out of two of the three though. Yeah, I mean there's so many. I mean it's hard to. What is the king of the king? Is it the is the AP the king of the king guys? I feel like I it. think it is the AP, to an extent, but also the other ones, the coaches, it, it, and then this one doesn't really matter. Though I mean, Division One, right? Yeah, it matters because it's you want to be on those awards, you want to get recognized. But like Kyle Smith's a great player. I don't, I don't think he needs an All American award to to justify that. But he made it for one. I think AP is like the one that you think about when you look at the Division One level. Like when you say this guy's an All-American, usually they say he's an AP All-American. And that turns to be the most important. So I would lean toward that. But yeah. Rana, still you'd like to see guys like Ronnie Brown and Kyle Smith, who to me are no doubt All-Americans, yeah. should be on all three. Unfortunately, they weren't, though. In some capacity. If you can argue first or second team for maybe Kyle Smith, but Ronnie Brown, I think, should be first team based on leading the nation in all-purpose yards. I mean, that's yep. just... 
he literally leads the nation in yardage. Yeah. Which is kind of the name of the game besides touchdowns. But and by the way, Union's his quarterback's back, pretty good too. But like, Virginia Union's running back, playing devil's advocate here, Virginia Union's running back, uh, rushing yards for a while, didn't have as many games as Ronnie Brown. Yeah, and that's fair. And I think he should be first. Usually running back, you get two running backs on the first team. Yeah. So I would say that he should, they both should be first team. Yeah. All right, uh, that's enough talk here. We've, Hold on. Before we move on, we both picked Harland Hill, guys. You I didn't. did. I said it would be Tyson. Did you? Okay. I didn't you hear a definitive answer. Yeah, I, I said didn't. Tyson's going to win it again. Okay. You did, weren't listening. We I just wanted to clear it up then. All right, uh, no uh, basketball today, obviously, in the EPAC due to uh, the school cancellations. Uh, barring something random happening, there should be games resuming tomorrow. Uh, we'll have a girls game for you on TV 10, talk rated WRNR. James Wood out of Virginia traveling to Jefferson. Jefferson's game last night uh, was postponed. Uh, but, uh, Colin, you and Nick will be on the call for this one. What are you expecting from a Jefferson team girls-wise that, uh, you know, is a little different than what we saw at the end of last season? Yeah, uh, since they didn't play yesterday against Hampshire, that game got postponed due to the incoming weather that you see out there today um hopefully a little bit of a rest and getting some practice in can maybe help this jefferson team refocus i know uh, right now nick is probably looking it up to double check what the uh final score was but i believe we saw that these two teams met earlier in the season if i'm correct nick and it was game one james wood that got the win that time yeah 55 37 for game so, one it, it's going to be tough for this jefferson team i think tomorrow as well and as you said spencer yeah it's a completely different team it seems like right now than it was last year not 100 percent sure why since we haven't got to see them play on the court yet but hopefully uh there's some improvement this time around for jefferson that they can stay competitive yeah some names that i do remember from last year i believe jasmine taylor was a solid player for them last year she returns and uh, Jordan Rollins returns. But other than that, I'm not super familiar with these other names uh, in terms of what they did last season, if they played or not. Um, But, again, I don't think we even had a Jefferson girls game last year. So uh, it's just good to, you know, we try to get as many teams as we could in the schedule. I think we got everybody at least one game for Yeah, this year we did. So – Excited about it this season um, and excited about this opportunity. James Wood, though, did win pretty big. It's a slow start for Jefferson. Can they kind of uh, make up for that slow start and get better and show some improvement? They do get an extra day of practice. Well, well not no, really. Not they really. Get they get an extra day off, I guess. But yeah. they, you know, they could have used that. Much. I think they could have used that Hampshire game because that probably would have been a win for them. Yeah. Or at least a very competitive game, and they haven't really played that yet, so that would have really helped, I think, heading into this game. But we'll see if Coach Smith has this team ready for uh, tomorrow's afternoon or tomorrow evening's game. Yeah, and that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford, Camp Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. They became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll talk WVU hoops action. They get back in action this weekend in our little bowl mania. We'll talk about that after this two-minute break. Now, 
With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many wonder, but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center, 400 West Stevens Street, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including Trivia Night Monday, Karaoke Tuesday, Steak Night Wednesday and Sunday, Thursday Night Boneless Wing Night, and on Friday and Saturday nights, there'll be a DJ and or karaoke. And remember, Monday through Friday, happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Put up with your water long enough. It's time for Sunset Water Services, your local water solution since 1989, to fix your water problems. Get better tasting, better smelling, and better looking water today. Say hello to drinking your own delicious water for pennies per gallon. Say yes to healthier skin and hair and to softer and brighter clothes. Sunset Water Services delivers your bags of salt to you, so they'll save your back too. And our products come with a one-year satisfaction guarantee. Call 304-754-9031 for a free water quality test today. Sunsetwater.com. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back into this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you today. Uh, WVU Hoops, they get a week off. It's finals week up at WVU. Uh, Colin would know, but he never went to WVU. (laughs) What are you trying to say? Uh, I'm just saying, you didn't go to WVU. Now you're scared. I'm not scared. I'm just saying, you didn't go to WVU. See, he's back tracing because I've challenged him. I've challenged him. No, I, I square up and he always scurries. No. Mm-hmm. I just said you didn't go to WVU. So you yeah, didn't why are you bringing that up? Because we're just talking about it off the air. Why were we talking about it off the air? Because you went to WVU Junior. No. Yeah. All There's right. no such thing as WVU The Mountaineers Junior. are no. back. Unless in it's Marshall because Marshall's WVU's little brother. You could say that like... A school... Uh, a 1500 student school 30 minutes no. from West Virginia. You could say uh, like they're... Off campuses or WVU yeah. Junior, but you, I didn't go to any of those. You didn't, no. So I don't know what he's talking about. He he's, needs to do more hating, research. Man. I know he's always hating. He always tries to dig at WVU, but then when I bring up Marshall's record against WVU, he's like, "Oh, that doesn't matter." Look, we talked about this before the show. Mm-hmm. None of it matters because n- neither team is very good. But one's still better than the other. All right, whatever. We got to talk about West Virginia basketball. They're in action Sunday. 
West Virginia basketball is in action Sunday night at 5 p.m. They take on. They get this week off. They had eight days between games due to finals week. I uh, don't see a line right here, but if you guys are going to stop bickering, I'll turn your mics on. I don't know. It seems like he doesn't want us to talk, Nick, so should we? Yes. Okay. Buffaloes are bison, but buffalo is the bulls. Yeah. Bulls may run in a herd, so I'm going with buffalo. <laughs> All right. Here's a Tony Caridi's Mountaineer report. You would think that West Virginia and the University of Buffalo would have played more basketball games than four since the two schools geographically are only separated by about 300 miles. But Sunday's game between the Mountaineers and the Bulls will be just the fifth ever meeting between the two teams. The very first meeting, 1918. West Virginia played Buffalo in Buffalo at a place called the Elmwood Music Hall. Since then, the previous three meetings have been at the Coliseum and in the NCAA tournament in Columbus, Ohio. The most recent encounter was November of 2018, and it was a night that West Virginia would like to forget. Nate Oates, who's now the head coach at the University of Alabama, brought his team in, and despite the fact that they were trailing by eight points at halftime, proceeded to outscore West Virginia by eight in the second half and then beat WVU in overtime. Final score, Bulls 99, West Virginia 94. Each team hitting 11 three-pointers in that game, but one bull, C.J. Massenburg, hit nine three-pointers on his way to a 43-point effort as West Virginia fell at home. On Sunday afternoon, West Virginia and the Bulls do it again. This time around, the Mountaineers a heavy favorite to beat the University of Buffalo. Tip-off time set for 5 p.m. That is today's Mountaineer Report brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. I'm Tony Caridi on the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. Thanks, Tony, as Colin puts his headset back on. Yeah, just like everybody else in here. My headset's been on. Wow. Your headset was already on. Good for you. You want a cookie? All right. The Buffalo. Round of applause. <laughs> Give him a standing ovation. Buffalo versus right. West Virginia, Sunday, 5 p.m. You hear it. You heard it from Tony Caridi. West Virginia is heavy favorites in this one. Uh, they're but gonna... Nick's still picking Buffalo. You got to go with Buffalo the Bulls, man. Might be a herd. I, I mean, Buffalo's running in a herd, like thundering herd. Mm-hmm. But they're the but Bulls. All right, well, WVU guard Jose Perez still waiting on his decision from the NCAA on eligibility. Yeah, I've been seeing that uh, really swirl around lately on social media because of the fact that, you know, you got these NIL deals, everybody's allowed to transfer, it seems like, for free, but yet Jose can't play, and it kind of doesn't make any sense as to why they're holding off on the decision on if he can play or not. Figure it out, NCAA. It's kind of long overdue. I feel like at this yeah. point you're almost halfway through the season. He uh, committed to play last October, and he's been waiting on this eligibility waiver. Did they ever update this? Like, when can they go and ask him? I, I don't know. It- Realistically, though, Buffalo has no shot. We're talking about Jose Perez here. Well, he plays for WVU basketball. Oh, he tries he to. I was about to say, he doesn't play yet. <laughs> Is he on the roster? Is he listed on their roster? I believe so. They don't need him. 
I mean, six five guy could help a little bit. They just beat UAB. They're playing great teams like Navy, UAB, Buffalo, Stony Brook. They're challenging themselves in the non-conference, Spencer. They don't need Jose Perez. I don't know. It doesn't seem like. Didn't he play shortstop like for the winning, Cincinnati Reds or something? It seems like they're winning things games handedly. Yeah, and then they the lose when they actually play somebody good like Xavier. Like they beat Mount St. Mary seventy six fifty fifty eight. They beat Pittsburgh eighty one. They're doing pretty well. They're nine and two against bad teams like WVU plays. <laughs> I'm not. Why are we bringing this up now? I was just, I was just bringing up the no, fact no, is that I was, just Nick, I was countering. Or I, was I was just wondering about the best team in the state of West Virginia. Mm, wouldn't go that far, record wise in men's wise. basketball. Can't argue against it. They have a better record. You yeah. can still argue against it. You can go no, net can't. ratings, average points per game, strength of schedule. Might average more points per game. I don't know. Allowing points per game. No, they don't allow that many points a game. They're both playing bad teams and getting wins. Yeah. Fair enough. Is WVU, I guess Purdue, would you count Purdue on there and Xavier? Purdue's number one in the country, so. They yeah, didn't I, beat I, them, though. They, they lost. lost. I'm Still saying when they played a good by team, double they digits. lost. Besides Pitt. They lost to Xavier by good, double Pitt's digits. It's not good. Year. Yeah, Pitt's never. So there's a lot of question marks when you look at this WVU men's basketball team. Now, I thought... Being serious here for a second, we've kind of just gone on a WVU tangent today. But I thought that, that their no, their non-conference don't. was actually pretty challenging, if I'm being honest. And I think a lot of the mid-majors they played were quality mid-major programs, just haven't had good years. So um, they prepared themselves for Big 12 play, but we'll see how they do. Um, I don't know if this team has I don't think they can get worse. There's one there. game on this schedule that but, defines the difference between WVU and Marshall. UAB. No, the common opponent. Moorhead State. Oh, West yeah. Virginia, and we already 75. went over this. Marshall beat Moorhead State by more points yeah. than WVU did. So they're better. <laughs> but <laughs> realistically. I can't I, wait for somebody to think we're actually serious and we, we get, are. We get um, hate messages later today. 100% serious right now. <laughs> yeah. Can't you tell? Uh, I'm always serious on this program. Yeah. <laughs> Bull. <laughs> This is the sports mix. All right, Serious we've got the Capital talk. One Bowl Mania, Colin. We did. Yes, we do. That? Join it, guys. We uh, can put it again in the Facebook comments. We'll post it again on our social media. All you have to do is download ESPN Fantasy, uh, go to the games, and do Capital One Bowl Mania. Not only do you get bragging rights in our group if you join the sports mix group, uh, I believe for Capital Mania, there's a chance of winning a million dollars. And okay. I thought you were talking I, about us. I was like, we don't For us, I, I think we should nope, do nope, a, a... We have to talk about this with We're the talking about it right now. Actually, we have to give talk about the tickets or something. I, I know. There's plenty of options that we could do. We could do WVU We just tickets. have to check with the mogul before uh, we do shut this, up. Colin. Don't tell me I, what... I'm saying... <laughs> it's a possibility, is what Colin's exactly. saying. Exactly. I'm trying to give us options here as to and what we're trying we to do. give people to reasons to exactly. join exactly because yeah. we could maybe do wvu tickets what we could do we some nationals gear maybe in the future nationals tickets even though they're gonna suck <laughs> nationals gear still pretty cool we don't know they're gonna suck we will just we have to wait tickets you know what let's no, talk it, talk it over with mike 
Yeah, we have and to talk we'll it up with make Mike. a decision. I, but I like Colin's options. idea here to get something. I need something. to try yes. to entice people yes, yes, instead of Spencer too, shying people away no, no, by no, muting no, no, me no, no, again. No, 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 and now he's in a no, 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 no. What I'm saying here is we can't just go and say we're going to do something without talking it over with the big boss. I say that we were going to go and do something. I said we could well, do you don't something. Need to, we, it's going to be a prize potentially here and that's what we'll stick it with we don't have we don't have any specifics and i was on just the saying prize. what the prizes could we don't be. know what the prizes could be coming. i like colin's thinking let's Thank stop you. yelling at colin exactly he's I'm, being very aggressive all right today. two bowl games tomorrow pro colin two one thing you can't do bowl, bowl. one thing you can't do when you're filling out your bowl mania is pick wv because they didn't make a bowl game <laughs> but you can pick marshall though you'd be all right. wrong all right uh, hey, let's gone. get back on track here. We're uh, talking Bowl Mania. Bahamas Bowl tomorrow, 11.30 a.m., Miami, Ohio, UAB. We already picked those. I believe we all picked UAB. I am so excited for the Bahamas Bowl. Is it in the Bahamas? Yes. Good. It's in Nassau, Bahamas. I don't know. Sometimes there's these bowls that say they're somewhere in there now. All right. I like the Blazers. We like the Blazers. UTSA Troy, we like Troy. No. Against, no. In I picked Bowl. UTSA, I but I think UTSA. it could go either way. Yeah. But uh, the Roadrunners are a fun team. They got Frank Harris, a quarterback. He's very underrated. All right. Uh, that's tomorrow, the Bahamas Bowl and Cure Bowl. The Wasabi Fenway Bowl, Cincinnati versus Louisville, 11 a.m. at Fenway Park. Obviously, I think we're all going Cincinnati here. Yeah, I yeah. think that is what it's we It's cool said. that they have a bowl at Fenway now. I think they've I like had it. that for a few years now. Yeah, they have. I you're, like it. You're missing out. What, what other places do you think? Okay, let, let's think no, of places. No, we don't have... We got to call, call we can This is a fun topic. Okay. Well, we've <laughs> think got of a hit, place... We've got to hit a break very much here okay, soon. Okay, then do it we quickly. Have 20 minutes left, less than 20 minutes left, and two breaks. I saw this as a joke, but how cool would it be if W West Virginia had a bowl that they hosted at, like, the Greenbrier? Imagine a... Tudor's Biscuit World Biscuit Bowl. No, you'd have to do that where Tudor's originated. Do you know where that was? Nobody's wanting to go to Huntington. The Tudor's for Biscuit a bowl. World Bowl. Nobody wants to go to Huntington for anything. Eh, Marshall game. Yeah. <laughs> you guys. Martinsburg versus Huntington. People wanted to go there. Yeah, you went That's there. We, we had to. Oh, yes, so I did you wouldn't have go. gone. No, if, I, you wouldn't have gone otherwise. Or are you trashing the program? Would you have gone otherwise? Yes, that's a good game. It didn't go Martinsburg's way, but I mean that was a good game. I don't think any of us realistically All right. would go to a celebration high school game if we didn't bowl. Exactly, celebration bowl. Jackson State. Versus I could put North. him in a trap right now. Can we get onto the topic here? Because we've got limited time. All right, celebration bowl. We've already done Jackson this. State. Versus we've already NC made our Central. picks. I'm just going to go over the weekend. Okay. We're going to go. I like uh, Jackson State. Yeah, I like Jackson State. That's a noon from Atlanta on Saturday. The Las Vegas Bowl, Florida versus Oregon State from, obviously, Las Vegas, 2.30 p.m. on ESPN. I think we are all thinking uh, Oregon State here. Uh, who was it again? It was Florida. Florida Oregon I picked State. the Gators. Backup SEC plan? bias. <laughs> you know, I went to Oregon State. All right. Uh, what did you choose? I went to Oregon, Oregon State. State. All right. The Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, Washington State versus Fresno State from SoFi Stadium Saturday at 3.30. Washington State. I've got uh, them as well. I went with the Bulldogs. All right. Lending Tree Bowl, Rice versus Southern Miss, 5.45 p.m. on ESPN for Mobile. I don't remember what you said, but uh, Rice. <laughs> rice versus Southern Miss. <laughs> yeah, I like Rice. I like In the, the Lending Tree Bowl. All right. Colin. 
I think I went Southern Miss. All right, New Mexico Bowl. We did this yesterday. Yes, so. but we're going to go through this the next two games because we're not going to be on the air until then. Okay. All right, New, New Mexico Bowl, SMU versus BYU from Albuquerque, New Mexico, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, Saturday Cougars. night on, ES, on ABC. Yep, BYU. BYU. And then the final bowl for a Saturday, for the final bowl this weekend, Frisco Bowl, North Texas versus Boise State from Frisco, State. Texas, 9.15 on ESPN. Uh, I'm going Boise State as well. I did go with the Broncos. All right, this segment of the Sports Mix brought to you in part uh, by Rossini's Home Store, not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, and his family-owned and operated right here in Martinsburg at 360 Hack Wilson Way. Go to Orsini's.com for more on the side of this break. We'll talk NFL with no show tomorrow. We'll kind of preview the weekend. That's after this two-minute break. You're tuning the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR. With hopes you were staying in. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces. Not just Traeger, we carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti. When you need justice. WV Medicine is pleased to introduce eight new providers at Berkeley and Jefferson Medical Centers and University Healthcare Physicians. Dr. Muneeb Malik, Nephrology, Neonatal Nurse Practitioner Antonia Montag, Dr. Janice McMillan, Endocrinology, Nurse Practitioner Kimberly Applegate, Infectious Disease, Nurse Practitioner Saba Ademe, Hospitalist, Certified Nurse Midwife Brianna Lilly, Physician's Assistant Scholar Sade Family Medicine, Dr. Kelly Ash, Family Medicine OB, WV Medicine, growing to meet the needs of our community. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you today as we preview some NFL action uh, with us not being on the air tomorrow for a show. Uh, and uh, pretty big action coming up this weekend. We'll start in the, I guess we'll start on Saturday, the Ravens, Nick. Yeah, the Ravens and Tyler Huntley uh, did practice yesterday. So uh, my whole speculation of him not being ready for Saturday's game untrue, it appears, because he was a full participant yesterday in practice. So he so, cleared protocol. Yeah, so he's ready to it's go. Good. 
which is good. The Ravens will have their backup quarterback, not their third-string quarterback, on Saturday against Cleveland, which I think gives them a better chance to win. I still think it will be a difficult game, um, but I think having Huntley out there, I have a lot more confidence since he has a lot of experience as a starter. I believe this is his ninth career start. So, you know, having that uh, experience compared to, you know, an undrafted rookie that uh, just barely played and really just had to hand the ball off last week against the Steelers starting the game um, gave me less confidence. So I like the Ravens' chances to pull out another win, but it definitely won't be easy. Like I said yesterday, I think Deshaun Watson will get better since this is his third game playing um, since coming back from the suspension so he's bound to get a little bit more in sync with his receivers and uh sets up for an interesting matchup but i think the ravens will get the win to improve to 10 and 4 and get that fourth divisional win which like i said uh i think i texted you guys about this you know the ravens can finish four and two in the division if they get this win this week uh but if the Bengals or the Bengals, the best they can finish at this point is three and three so the ravens need to get at least to the fourth divisional win before that game against Cincinnati so that the two teams end up with the same record at the end of the season, uh, then it won't matter, and the Ravens will win the division. But that's all down the line. Got to take care of this game first. But I'm looking forward to it. It should be a fun game. I always despise the Cleveland Browns, so uh, usually a fun matchup. (laughs) Sunday, the Steelers are at the Panthers. Uh, Kenny Pickett limited in practice, and uh, I guess you could say the resurgent Panthers, winners of two straight. If I'm Pittsburgh, I leave Pickett out. you, you got to save him for the long run, right? If he's supposed to be your franchise guy, he just had a concussion. I think you just let Trubisky go out there, kind of tank the rest of the season and try to get a decent draft pick to maybe help out that terrible offensive line <laughs> to help protect <laughs> Pickett, and what's funny? <laughs> for hashtag that free calling. Who made that? Miranda. Miranda. Good job, Miranda. <laughs> we'll save that. <laughs> yeah, save that and post it right now. <laughs> All right. We'll get on track here. Uh, so Kenny Pickett, <laughs> limited in practice, but Najee Harris does not practice. Pat Farramuth, I believe that's how you say it. He Friar did Ruth, not, I think. He did not practice with a foot injury. Um uh, Larry Ogunjobi also didn't practice with a toe injury. Miles Jack didn't practice with a groin injury. Uh, so some injuries there uh, could be a problem. On the screen. Uh, yeah, sorry. I was saving that photo of Colin. But um, back to, yeah, we're talking about, who are we talking about? Steelers. Steelers. <laughs> Steelers still? Okay. Sorry, got distracted. Firemouth is questionable. Yes. Well, no, no that's not. That's, there's no the designations until tomorrow. Are going for the He's division. listed as questionable on fantasy. How crazy Sorry for is interrupting, this? Nick. The Carolina Panthers are in the race this for the NFC South. Bad. It is a terrible division. But imagine they win the South after trading everybody. They don't have a quarterback. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised because the way they're trending, as Spencer just said, they're on a two-game win streak, right? And Tampa Bay is looking bad. Yeah, and the Steelers don't have Kenny Pickett, or even if That's they do. That's a different division. Right, but I'm saying <laughs> I know. they played the Steelers this I'm week, so it's a you. winnable game this week against Pittsburgh. That would get you to 6-8. and eight. And you look at their schedule from after that, you have the Lions, which the Lions are playing good football, but it's still, I think, a winnable game to an extent. And then you have the Bucks and the Saints. So 
this Carolina team could somehow win the division. Yeah, which is that's crazy. tough. That's insane. What, three of the final four games on Still your schedule. Still crazy that they're in games. line to have the ability to do so. That's tough. That is three tough. out of the four division games. Two of them are. The Lions aren't in the division. We got the Steelers, Lions. You're right. Bucks my bad. My bad. Three NFC teams though. So for whatever that's worth. <laughs> So, uh, Giants commander Sunday night football, uh, Giants have 12 guys on their injury report and believe seven of which didn't practice yesterday. So are they notable guys though? Who, who are those guys? Uh, Richie James, Dexter Lawrence, Shane Lemieux, Julian Love, Jihad Ward, Nick McLeod, Leonard Williams, Micah McFadden. So Leonard Williams is really the only uh Yeah. Richie James is a receiver there. With the Dexter Lawrence. So uh, it's just Washington, a lot of guys though. That's a lot of guys on an injury report, whether they that's actually a lot do of guys, anything yeah, or not. But like, I'm more worried about the guys that are on Washington's list, right? And well, there's no list published play. on their website. There was yesterday. Mm not what I'm seeing right here. I only see New yeah, York. You don't Giants. see the injury report for Washington? That's weird. Mm-mm. Or the full injury report uh, with guys that were limited in practice or out of practice or whatnot. But I know uh, the, the guy that I'm obviously wanting to see the most is Chase Young, right? Who isn't? That's a Washington fan. It's been over a year since he's yeah. been on the field because of that knee injury. He said he was ready. He said if, he, I, he if said I'm that ready. He's been ready. But he spoke, uh, I believe, yesterday or this morning. So it's playoff time right that's what john allen's been saying these games are must win if you want to make the playoffs and i feel like you need that boost from chase young if you want to make the playoffs in these final four games yeah, of the Colin, season you and i were doing like the the playoff scenario thing mm-hmm. on espn and washington's schedule is tough to finish the year like we were just talking about the panthers you got the giants this week the 49ers the browns and then the cowboys so the Browns are going to have Watson at that point probably in a really good groove. San Francisco, even with Brock Purdy, is a tough team. We know the Giants are tough. And then you draw the Cowboys to end the year. That could be the game that decides if you make the playoffs or not. So yeah, very tough schedule for Washington. I think they can get the win over the Giants this week. The Giants have not played as well as they did at the beginning of the season. So I think Washington gets the win. I know they went to overtime and they tied last time, but I think so. They it win comes this down game. to who makes the better adjustments, since you just saw each other two weeks ago. Yeah, I think they win though this time, and then they they probably lose to the 49ers on the road because that's a tough trip for them. It's a Saturday game next week too. Exactly, that hurts too. You got yeah. one less you day go out west. and you have to go out west. So probably two less days. They really they put some tough schedules here for these teams. They really did. Which is crazy because at the beginning of the season, it was Washington and Dallas with the two weakest schedules in the NFL. That's true. But and now you look at it and that's 100% not the case. All right, that'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix. Nick, you want to pull up the playlist for a second? Sure. All right, segment sponsored in part by Hancock Chevy, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online, delivered to you. And if you don't like it, take it back. Go to HancockChevy.com for more on this side of this break. We'll wrap things up, talk Wizards and Capitals on this edition of the Sports Mix. Back in two minutes. It took the long way to your house. I can still hear the sound of you saying.
This is Eric at Hancock Chevrolet. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hancock Chevrolet, it is that easy. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a new or used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hancock Chevrolet will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it. No questions asked. Why waste your time in a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Cumberland to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hancock Chevrolet absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HancockChevy.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want, and your new ride will be delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is Prevent, Promote, Protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health and the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. Santa Claus is coming to town. Join Santa and Modern Realty Results on Saturday, December 17th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. in downtown Martinsburg at the Square for free photos, hot chocolate, cookies, and more. Well-behaved pets are welcome. Again, that's Saturday, December 17th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. in downtown Martinsburg at the Square. Call 304-262-4222 for more information. Again, join Santa Claus and Modern Realty Results Saturday, December 17th in the Square in downtown Martinsburg from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. for photos and more. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you. Segment sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343. Stop at their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Uh, Wizards continue to uh, not be doing so well with a lot of injuries, but they've now lost their eighth straight game, fell to 11-18 after losing 141-128. to 128. They did put three guys in... Uh, into the 20s, uh, that would be uh, Will Barton, Monte Morris, and Kyle Kuzma. Uh, 24 for Kuzma, 22 for Barton, and Monte Morris with 20, but uh, they couldn't get it done. Now they continue their – they got five more games on this road swing. Uh, they're just – they're looking like a bad team, guys, here with about a minute and a half left in the show. Wow. A minute Wouldn't left. I expect the Washington Wizards to be bad, but 11-18 uh, and 18 record and – you know, just not getting much better. I thought they had a chance to maybe win against the Nuggets. Not really, but because of the connection Wes Unsell Jr. has with Denver. But, again, it's a team that's got a pretty mediocre roster, so the expectations yeah. weren't too high, and then Porzingis and Beal are injured. So the only real all-star caliber players you have are hurt. Kuzma's doing his best, but can't do much with just Kyle Kuzma leading the squad. So it is what it is. And how much help does Taj Gibson need? That's the question of the day. All right. The Capitals are back in action tonight or tomorrow night. 
tonight? Tonight. Tonight and this. Saturday night. Uh, as Ovechkin looks for goal 801 and goal 802, but that'll do it for this edition of... He gets of, it tonight. I, I think it's Saturday when I'm there in person. But that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix, and this week's shows will be back on Monday. But we'll have EPAC Girls Hoops tomorrow night. James Wood out of Virginia headed to Jefferson. That'll begin around 7 p.m. with a 7.30 tip. For Colin Nick, I'm Spencer saying so long. We'll talk to you on Monday on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10.